Hey guys, welcome to the Rally Point Podcast, where we'll be talking each week about how a man can rally around the gospel. Our relationship with Jesus affects every aspect of our life. So in some weeks, we'll talk about theology, sometimes marriage, parenting, health, personal development, and probably a lot more. No one person has all the answers, so my hope is that this feels like a conversation with friends as we grow together and explore life as a Jesus follower and as a man. I'm Chris Cirillo, your host. Don't hesitate to hit me up on social media. Uh, Just come say hi, comment on this week's episode, and be sure that if you enjoy the podcast, to subscribe and please leave a review. It's so helpful for other people to find and hear the podcast. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, Thanks for taking a minute to listen. Um, Really excited about this one because it's something I don't think we talk about enough in the church. And I think it's something that has really helped me. I think it's something I had a, a bad perspective on for years, and I've now got a, I think, healthier perspective on it. So we're going to talk about what it means to be repentant. And oftentimes people think repentant simply means turning away from bad behavior. Um, and it's actually so much more than that. So we're going to break it down in depth today. Uh, this one won't be very long, but I think it's going to be really valuable for uh, your understanding the gospel and uh, your walk with the Lord. So um, let's dive in. I, I'm so grateful that um, we have a chance to look at this. And one of my favorite people to look at when it comes to a lot of topics is actually uh, a gentleman named Jeff Vanderstelt. Uh, he is the senior pastor of Doxa Church up in Bellevue and was part of uh, the Soma family of churches and was a church planner and is a church planner for a number of years. Um, I think he used to work at Willow Creek a, a long time ago as well. Just an awesome guy. And um, he says that as a definition of repentance, it's actually turning away from a wrong view or definition of God. And then turning to the true God and the truth about God as revealed in Jesus. I'll say that one more time. Repentance is turning away from a wrong view or definition of God and turning to the true God and the truth about God as revealed in Jesus. Um, And and just to remind you, Jesus uh, said himself, um, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Right, so we we see the embodiment of God the Father in the person of Jesus, and so that's I think what he means by that. Right, when we look at Jesus, we look at who he is, his attributes, his character, all of that. That starts to remind us of who the true God is, and the truth about God as revealed in Jesus. Uh, another thing that he says is is there's kind of some different examples of when repentance should or does take place, right? So um, number one, repentance happens when we are ignorant about an aspect of God's character or being, and the Spirit brings illumination to our heart, leading us to know Him in a new way, right? So we're ignorant, like we're just unknown about an aspect of God's character, and the Spirit illuminates our heart, brings us alive, leading us to know Him in a new way. We establish something new that we find out about God. It happens to me all the time, and it's incredible. Um, it also happens when we, um, the Spirit's revealing like an area of unbelief um, about God and, and leads us to believe a particular truth about God. 
And then lastly, it also takes place when the Spirit convicts us that we have willfully rebelled against God, leading us to desire obedience to God in a particular area of our lives. Um, that's, those are all three kind of conditions or opportunities for repentance that um, Jeff had outlined, and I just love the perspective there. And so today, I'm going to first break down uh, the initial definition a little bit, add some color, bring some context, and some real-world examples um, in our life to where repentance is needed and, and also happens. So when Jeff's talking about being ignorant about an aspect of God's character, uh, one, I guess, rather extreme example might be um, the belief in the prosperity gospel, right? Where we're, we're told that if we uh, give to God, that we'll get things in return. And it's often talks about in the, excuse me, talked about in the context of money and being blessed with financial increase when you give. Um, and so uh, that is, I would say, an ignorance about the truth of God's character. Um, yes, God loves to bless us. Yes, he owns a cattle on a thousand hills, and he will care for our needs with abundance. Um, but he's not an investment opportunity, and he's not a vending machine. There's no um, give and get one to one or one to 10 or one to 100 or one to a thousand like guaranteed return there. It's not, this is not a return on investment. Um, so how do we repent? We turn from the false understanding, um, which is that when we give, God will give back in like return. So give money, get money. Um, and then we turn towards the true God. God desires relationship with us and obedience from us. And he's going to bless us with eternal life and the opportunity to live in eternity with the greatest blessing, which is his presence. He also desires for us to live a fuller life through his presence, the leading of his spirit. And these things happen as we open up our hearts uh, for him to change them, right? And so as you're giving, the result is not always this financial return, but there will be blessing in your life. There will be things that happen, but like just having a proper understanding of who God is um, in this scenario allows us to then understand the true God and the untrue God and differentiate between them and then turn away and from one and towards the other. Another example highlight is uh, when the spirit reveals unbelief. I think this one is more common than we probably want to um, give bearing to. So when the spirit reveals unbelief about God, it would be uh, maybe this idea that he's distant and uninvolved in the day-to-day, -day, right? He's lording over the earth from his high throne in heaven, his feet are down uh, with the earth as his footstool, and he's just chilling back watching Netflix as we go about life. And as I discussed with uh, my wife on the other podcast, Encourage Life, God is, God is imminent. He's near, he cares about all aspects of our heart and our life. Um, he's, he's not just lording scripture actually says, I think Hebrews one, three, don't quote me on that. Um, that, that Jesus is actually speaking the world into motion as we speak, like continuing to like hold the world in place through his words today. You can't just be chilling on a lazy boy with your feet up on the earth, watching Netflix. Um, if you are holding 
the earth actively holding the earth together today right so we need to turn from this unbelief uh, about god that he is um you know near and imminent and involved and with us and we need to turn to the reality that he is near and he does care and he is with us his name is emmanuel which means god with us we turn from one to the other and we praise and worship the correct god um now with the correct understanding as is seen in in jesus and so I've had to to repent a lot of this lately as I stress and worry and get filled with anxiety in regards to sickness in my family. um, You know, God's not just standing by the wayside watching our family get sick and not concerned. He's near and he loves me and my wife and kids more than I do. Uh, He cares more than I do. Uh, These views and and countless other views of God are, are, are just things that we got to turn away from by hearing the truth about his character and, and in his word and, and seen in Jesus. And so another way to state this would be that the truth of God that we know in our head, but struggle to get into our heart, right? Um, and lastly, a big one, we need to repent when the Spirit convicts us of sin. Sin is a basic definition of the willful rebellion against God not obeying commands and pursuing holiness like he calls us to, right? Um, And the world is not all about rules or anything, right? Neither is relationship with Jesus, but rules are still there. He he does not abolish the law, right? He just fulfilled it on our behalf because he knows we'll fail in some of it. Um, So for men, this could be lust issues, greed, anger, drunkenness, uh, placing a greater focus on work than on family, neglecting to play, an active part in our church and the discipleship and evangelism with others, as you recognize that you're off course in any of these areas, you can just thank the spirit for revealing that to you and ask him to help you understand um, how the gospel impacts that area of your life so that you can respond differently next time. For example, let's say you're struggling with greed. You're not giving to the church. You're not being generous with your time, energy, and you rarely ever consider even offering to pay for someone's meal or coffee that you're with, right? Or maybe you consider it, but you talk yourself out of it through this kind of like internal dialogue that happens. The anecdote is Jesus. Jesus is the embodiment of God's character for us to be seen. Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the Father, which we just talked about a few minutes ago. So as we repent, just look to Jesus. Jesus was rejected and still loved us all deeply. He was servant-minded, washing the feet of his disciples. Jesus helped us understand the scandalous nature of what it means to love your neighbor in the parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus would walk miles and miles and days and days to go care for, heal, love, and speak to different people. Like, Jesus went to the cross to bear my sins and yours. Our response to that should be, wow, he gave it all, even his life, so that I could have eternity with him. I should be dead in my sin, but instead I'm now alive in him. I want to show the world Jesus through my actions. So Holy Spirit, please help me to always remember what Jesus did for me and the generosity that he showed me so that I can more easily share his love with the world around me um, through my thoughts, words, and actions, right? It's that easy to repent. In short, 
kind of think about it this way. Repentance is becoming aware of something that's off, comparing it to what God actually looks like and asks of us, best seen in the person of Jesus, taking on a new or fresh understanding of Jesus, and then just asking the Spirit of God to change us and living out that new understanding through the power of God. Pretty simple. Hope this is helpful, guys. Um, Appreciate you taking a few minutes, and uh, I pray that it encourages you and that you see more of Jesus and through Jesus see more of the Father. Um, And you have a blessed week. Talk again soon.